0: Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael and Sewer, And I'm joined, as always, in a new location with my handy, trusty, very, very, very psychedelic-looking nice. co-host, very, Alexander Volts. Say hello.
1: Very nice. Very evil. Very uh. evil.
0: Very nice. Yep. I saw that on the... I don't know what that means. I just read it on the back of your shirt. Oh, it's Danhausen. I wanted to wear this shirt on the
1: Steely Dan episode.
0: <laughs> Steely Dang, man. Yeah. Uh is Every Album Ever, the podcast. We listen to every single album in the world. One artist at a time. That's a new discography per episode. And today, we'll be discussing every album by...
1: Mercury Rev.
0: Who, Alex? I, you know, it's new to me too. Mercury Rev. This is requested on Patreon by Jason. Jason, Thank you so much for for supporting us and giving us money because everyone hates us, but you don't. And that
1: means a lot to us. You mean so goddamn much. These things are important to me. And goddamn it, you're important to me.
0: And if you get that reference, then we love you (laughs) as well. Uh, So, first of all, I think a lot of people have been warning this episode that's why <laughs> he's well, not the first person to request it. he's the first person to pay us to request to, to to cover it but other patrons have been like oh fuck yeah dude it, finally it, fuck yeah dude yeah it,
1: it makes sense but also at the same time i'm like how did i go this long without uh giving them a, a listen
0: i feel like it's the same reason i didn't give i never gave sparkle horse a shot before but check that episode out by the way uh they and the Flaming Lips. I mean, I've known the Flaming Lips. I, mm-hmm. I, I like them. I don't, I don't love them the way uh, a lot of people love them, but I still I think they're very good. Um, and I haven't heard as many albums as I probably should have. But <clears throat> if you like them, you'll, you'll like this band, I, I imagine. Uh, well, you know,
1: yeah, I'm not sure. There's stuff I like here, and I like the Flaming Lips. You also have with this band and the Flaming Lips, what came first? Chicken or the egg? Uh, I think Flaming Lips came first, i.e., well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it.
0: Because, uh, yeah, because uh, what's I say? Uh, Jonathan Donahue started in Flaming Lips and then.
1: He was in there, but then one album, Mercury Rev, had like the leg up. On, Did they? On the Flaming Lips.
0: It's because the way he talks about it in this interview, it's like he started with them and then went his own way to start Mercury Rev. He was. Oh, he was playing with. He was playing with. Um, no no grasshopper and dave we're, we're going into the history before we even talk about Sorry, yeah, you, yeah, that's why i said we'll su- get into it if you want to support <laughs> us i don't know why you'd want to support us. you know what support us anyway like the video if you yeah. like the video i hate it if you're a piece of shit i don't care uh leave comments talk shit talk shit please just talk that's important subscribe if you want tell your friends if you want it's all stuff that will help us out help us get seen you can also avoid doing all that but i really prefer you you didn't avoid doing all that why am i keep why do i keep giving you the option to not do it you don't have an option here you do it all right Sorry you can find a mercury of playlist uh, link in the description we put playlists with uh, associated with every single episode that we do you can find all those at, all of those at everyalbumever.com. and uh, of course the same way Jason got the, got us to do this episode patreon.com/every ever uh where you get a bunch of bonus episodes tons of bonus episodes discounts off merch you get to get to see our schedule in advance you get to vote on polls to decide who we're covering who, who we're going to cover next I by the time this comes out, we might have already closed the second poll, and I might not be happy will, with the I, result.
1: I need to get the update <laughs> on that because uh, I think, yeah, I
0: think I'm not happy as happy with. Uh, it's a good result. They're all okay. great bands. Yeah. They're all great bands. But there was one I wanted to win that I don't think is going to mm. win. It came close. Yeah, I don't know yet. We'll see. All these polls have been pretty
1: pretty close. They've been exciting. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then also if again if you're tier two. Two, to bigger than Jesus. That means you can actually request artists for us, and then we'll actually cover it. Um, we have so many uh, actual Patreon requests at this point. So even if you are, even if you do pledge, it'll take us a while to get to it. But it, it is it guarantees your foot's in the door. Your foot's it in the door. It will get yes. done. Yes. Whereas before, it usually wouldn't get done. It's just it's just the way it is. But thank you. And they don't go and do that and go. Like, okay, okay. Back to the band. Yes. So core
1: two members
0: grasshopper uh shine shine of course i i fucking (laughs) forgot his name sean oh my god i know i know how to pronounce it i fucking i know how to pronounce it hold on (laughs) i'm such uh macaque yes Sean (laughs) McKoyak.
1: You throw that many K's and that many W's in a fucking name, I'm out. It's a mess. It's a mess. But yeah, he is guitar keyboard as well as a number of instruments and then Jonathan Donahue who is vocals guitar i would say those are like yeah the two consistent members the, who are yeah. and then also very important to important their, very important Dave Friedman, Friedman. the fucking yes. man yeah. the reason i like this band
0: so much is Dave Friedman yes <laughs> that guy so, is so
1: good <laughs> so my understanding was that uh, he is kind of why they all sound so similar what well, all being Mercury Rev and Flaming Lips. And so the thing I was talking about was Deserter Songs. Yeah. Was kind kind of able to get the leg up on the Flaming Lips, or maybe the Flaming Lips had existed longer and had a few more albums. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. But sonically, (gasps) the way that sounded... Oh, I think you meant just who existed first. No, no, no. Well more like this this like psychedelic alternative the style you mean b- yes yeah, sound that that both bands are very similar okay that's okay. kind of what i was getting into oh uh,
0: yeah yeah See so flaming lips predated them by several years but uh with the style i again i don't i don't because, never never because, listened to them that much
1: yeah there's like <laughs> There's like almost different eras of the Flaming Lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah where, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I, I would blame that on, on you got
0: to blame it on Dave Freeman. if, you, if I had to oh guess yeah. as a guy who only is only heard, well, every album by this band, but yes. only a few by Flaming Lips.
1: Yes. Uh, he is the key, as well as, you know, it does sound like very incestuous too. Like, hey, we were in their studio, they were in our studio.
0: And it's sexy
1: as hell. Well, <laughs> a lot of some of it is.
0: Uh, but, it's, it's like man this, this band like i I, w- I went expecting lukewarm expecting to be like all right get, i get the style i don't love it i get why people like it i came out I was like god damn that's actually fucking great and I, I came out really happy with some stuff some stuff very angry so stuff furious <laughs> but but for the most part i would say this is a great band
1: i didn't really i didn't really get too mad um I think I need to digest it a bit more. There's definitely like 3 or 4 albums I'm going to revisit. There's at least there's at
0: least 4 or 5 really 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 good albums, which is it's pretty that's solid.
1: That's pretty solid, yes. Yeah, considering
0: a lot of the longer discographies that we've covered in the past, that's not bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, even like some of their more like poorly rated albums critically. I have
0: so much to say, dude, I have so much fucking vitriol for the world, man. I fucking hate the world. And this is this is why I refuse to call myself a, a cr- cr- critic or a reviewer of any kind. Because go fuck yourself. I I don't care what the, what these fucking nobody. You should the same way. You shouldn't care what I fucking think. Don't care what any critic thinks. Like. Anyway. Listen to it for your fucking self, man. These anyway. people put their souls
1: in this music. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting heated. I'm getting heated. Yeah, some of these albums have bad reviews and I listen to them. And I'm like... The not, great albums. Uh, not so bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. So, uh... Ugh. Yeah, a very interesting dense start to finish. Just, um, I I apologize to any like super fans if I... I don't... I, uh, no, I'm kidding.
0: I'm kidding. I apologize to you. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna say, but I apologize to you. Go on.
1: Yeah, this is a very dense, full band that even as today, I'm like, oh, shit, I hope I can be on top of it because we're going to do like 12, 13 albums here. And yeah, yeah. It was it was dense.
0: It's very dense. And also, this is a band that is almost guaranteed going to put out another album at some point.
1: Oh, for sure, yes. <laughs> but they do, is...
0: they do take some hefty breaks in between.
1: Yes, this is a, uh, you know we've we've kind of softened our rules a little and this is patreon requested so
0: yeah yeah we'll cover them now if they put out a new album loose ends yeah, we're we'll getting loose ends episode. Yes. But
1: thankfully they are a band i would gladly do a loose end song
0: i like them as a band and as people i don't i i don't know if i'll be excited for a new album at this point like but, I, it, but The be, important thing about this band is, is, is that you cannot predict the next
1: album. I wouldn't that's what be, I think is is impressive. I wouldn't be over the moon for it, but as far as creating content and recording episodes, I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's... Oh, yeah. That's one reason. Yeah.
0: But but every fucking album does, except from a couple, you know, that, that are back-to-back that, have, that share some similarities, for the most part, they'll take a wild love turn randomly mm. uh, and most of the time i'd say it works sometimes i don't like it but most of the time it's it's always uh at the very very least extremely extremely uh carefully done
1: yeah um yeah it does kind of feel like they do things in twos like yeah yeah sure. like whenever they get a new sound it's like okay the next one will sound like it and then there's really only like one like transitional album and then the rest is like okay you're going to get these like solid two album blocks where mm. it's kind of the same. And then they'll do venture on to different things. Mm.
0: Uh, so uh, our uh, history guy, Tom, you can follow him in all the places. Uh, you know, Tom Osmond sounds on on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, he does all our research for us because he's a good man. He's a very good man. Uh, he, he compiled a bunch of stuff, a bunch of information from uh, a couple interviews from, from Jonathan and Grasshopper. And, Uh, It's basically both of them going through the entire career of Mercury Rev. Yes. And it's interesting because just the way Jonathan speaks is like, Oh yeah, of course he's the guy from Mercury Rev. He speaks in such a whimsical <laughs> storybook fantasy, like no one, no one in the world actually talks, no like, talks it, like that. Unless they're always on mushrooms. That is, he, <laughs> Which I assume he has to be. It's kind of, it's actually kind of fun.
1: <laughs> I found it kind of annoying.
0: It is annoying. No, it is annoying after a while. But like the, the fact that that's who he is, yes, and I believe him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's he's just acting like that to be douchey. I think like or like he's trying to be a certain kind of character. Uh, I think that that's who he is. Sure, which is a, it's kind of endearing in a way. It's, it's a li-
1: it's a little obnoxious from outside. It's but not an act. It's not a gimmick with this guy. He's the he's the real deal. This
0: Dude brings it, and my favorite example of this. Is is <laughs> he's he's trying to explain to the interviewer why he stopped playing with Flaming Lips, mm-hmm. and basically the, the short answer is creative differences. He wanted to, he wanted to start his own thing, venture out and spread his wings. The way he says it, and I will I'll warn you, it's four paragraphs long. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: God damn it!
0: This is the quote. Quote. What I can not say is that from my point of view there became a wind at my back that seemed much greater than anything I could put my finger on. It was one of those life winds that just blow you in a different direction, even though your compass and your charts say you're going this way. For some reason, the winds took me in another way, and it was very bewildering when it happened because I loved the band. I love being in the band. I felt at home in the band. I, was, I felt that was a real part of the music they were making, but there was something behind me, that invisible arm pushing you out the door on the first day of school, and all you're doing is looking back and saying, I don't know I don't want to go. I don't want to leave home. I don't. This is what I... I love being here. And there's a mother behind you saying this is a bigger part of life. It took me a while to process that, you know?
1: Dude, it sounded End like And a quote, by the way. <laughs> it sounded like you were transcribing anime dialogue as well. That is who we're dealing with here. Yes. This is who this fucking guy is. Yes. Every quote is It's something else. Uh
0: but for the background, um, did you did you take like spark notes on our big notes?
1: Uh yeah,
0: like how they formed and stuff. Because uh, Grasshopper and, and uh, Dave Friedman have known each other since high school.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, apparently
0: they they played this, their first band. I think their first band. It was called the People's Front, which they got the name from Monty Python's uh, Life of Brian, the People's the, Front of Judea, which is they fucking would awesome. It's fucking hilarious. I love them for that. They it's a great would. movie. Everyone watched fucking Life of Brian. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I think um, Friedman went on to do. Uh, Want to go to school for sound engineering, which explains a lot.
1: Yes, why
0: is a very busy producer?
1: Yes, uh. Well, I'm gonna wait till we get into it, but uh, yeah, that would explain like first album out the gate sounds great. Uh, none of those like growing pains production.
0: I disagree. One million fucking percent. Really, we'll we'll get
1: into it, and I I mean it gets better. But oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, it's not. Uh, so. But yeah, also in these early days, you have Jimmy Chambers on drums and Susan Thorpe on Thorpe, yeah, on flute, who seemed to have been a, a big collaborator early on uh-huh. with with the band. Um,
0: yeah, that's basically the, the very beginnings of it. And uh, oh yeah, so every everything we talk about history wise is all taken from Tom. He's the fucking man. He churns out all this information. He really does his homework, and he does it very quickly. All he. We have episodes we, have, we haven't even started yet. He's completely done with all the, <laughs> the notes of them. Nice. He really He's faster than we are. Uh, you should all check out his, all his work on uh, Substack, uh, which is tomosman.substack.com. Uh, Tom Osman's uh, Tom whatever comes next. And then uh, his album, his uh, So Much For All in A Day's Work, which you can find on Spotify, Apple, Apple Music, Bandcamp. You can find all that shit in the description. Go listen to his music. Go support his stuff. He's a good dude, and he's very good at what he does. But if you're ready to start the albums... I am ready. Oh, 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 oh here is it. A- <laughs> I'm buying time because I know this is so many fucking albums.
1: <laughs> this is going to be for a while. You should be doing the opposite. You should be giving away
0: time. I am not, I'm not, 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 not. So anyway, the, uh, Mercury put out 11 albums in their very beefy and still active career. First album came on 1991. Last one, as of this recording, 2019. So, are we ready? I'm ready to get into this. Alrighty, here we go, everybody. This is 1991's your self esteem. I'm an idiot. I just got what the t- what the album title was. Really? When I said it out loud, right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, I'm leaving, dude. I got I gotta go. This is. i ca- totally not qualified. And I was worried about being on top of the ball. <laughs> I saw it, I was like, is that like a play on like, uh, Cat Stevens, like Yusuf Islam name or something? And then, uh, and then I said it out loud. I All right, yeah. I do to say it out loud. Yeah. All
2: yeah. lovers, red flocks of seducers.
0: This is so 1991 indie.
1: It is, but it also... I wasn't... I don't know what I was expecting from this, but I wasn't... Maybe you crank it at, like, one or or two. Yes. I wasn't... Like, it kind of reminds me of, like... uh, butthole surfers a little bit really? this reminds me more of of like severed
0: pavement kind of stuff
1: yeah maybe because I never got into that but uh it's it's a pretty specific style yeah it it feels a certain way
0: and this is much noisier not heavier just noisier Noisier. yes as you can hear already it's a little lushy
1: but this song does does rule So yeah, I wasn't really I wasn't really sure what we were getting into, do but uh solid, solid song. Solid song.
0: This is uh more or less what I was expecting. I wasn't expecting the rest of the Scockety, honestly. On vocals, that's uh David Beck ba- Uh oh, sorry, David Baker. I can't say David Baker. I kept I keep wanting to say Becker, but I, I know it's mm. Baker. <laughs> anyway, Baker. Uh, who will leave after two albums, so don't get used to this style
1: of vocal. I was a little, you know, little worried that they would uh, be too, too samey, but that's not the case. I feel like for this album it is. I don't love this album at all. I like it. It kept me interested. This one, sorry, keep going. Uh, pretty much start from finish. I was just like, what's going on here? What do we got? What's What, what do we got going on here? And, uh, yeah, I liked it quite a bit. This,
0: I, I, cause, cause before we started the, the discography, you had listened to it already. You like, you gave it a once over just to see what we were doing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it, don't worry, it's good. I was like, oh, great. Yeah. And I put it, on, I was like, oh, man. No. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh. oh, this. It's like, it's like, it's not bad. It's just, I feel like the other bands that I named, like, like Pavement and Sebado did this kind of style better. Sure. But not just, not just like, I, I just cause I prefer them as bands. I specifically hate the way this album is produced because it fucking hurts my ears. Like I I was listening, listening to this in the car, yeah. which is everything's pretty balanced in the car. I had to I I was on the freeway and I had to fucking lower it cuz it was hurting.
1: There like, there is some noise here and like I was even more shocked finding out it was uh the senior project for Dave Freeman. It's right, yeah. And yeah, I think you know we've listened to a lot of rough like first albums where especially with like punk bands or or metal bands where it's just like oh man that is yeah that's some that's some hard times there but for sure but this is like pretty acceptable for for what is here and yeah there there's a lot of noise throughout it does that a lot ba- of noise balancing act of the alternative indie style which is like big noise stuff the
0: noise stuff is what bothers me because i love i love me some noise all right mm-hmm. i love me some noise <clears throat> but noise that allows me to hear the noise like uh this feels the the production because like I'll, I'll talk about the songs themselves separately but like the the production it's like the bedrock of the entire album is just feedback and they're putting it songs on top of feedback. Yeah. So while that in concept, I think that's very cool. Cause it has this, it's something that always feels loud and noisy. Even when it's not, it ends up fucking just distracting me. The whole, the whole album is just distracting. Interesting. I can't, I'm trying my damnedest to focus on these songs, which I don't love the songs either, by the way, but I don't hate them. Yeah. And I'm just fucking irritated by the, by the noise. And that's so a we again it's a weird sentence because arguably out of the two of us, I listen to the, the noisiest shit. You do, yeah. Like the most abrasive, dumb shit.
1: Yeah, like um, you have a song like blue and black. I was like I was pretty taken aback by how pretty that is on this like feedback noise album. It is interesting. It's very quiet, super moody. And
0: so so uh technically at this point, Jonathan and uh, and becker are both doing vocals but it's, mm. you could really it's mostly becker that you're noticing sure and his voice is a it, little
1: more it's a, de- it's a he's, deeper he's
0: a deep voice but he's not like i don't know he's not a like fucking Ian curtis or something even curtis doesn't have a deep voice he just sings like a deep he's voice. he's not very white no yes exactly someone <laughs> with a beautiful ooh, lovely bass but on that song they are funny They are so silly. They are so dumb on that song. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Like, I like, and also, it's unlike anything that you will ever hear ever again. On that song, no one will like. That song is a
1: unique song in the entire (laughs) career. Yeah. Um. I think my favorite song on here though is "Sweet Odyssey of a Cancer Cell." really really really, really. this feels like this big like godspeed song it is the biggest and spaciest. yeah like it really earns that odyssey title and yeah like you said it's like grounded in feedback but i do like it is like bouncing around a bit
0: that song has the moments where it goes big are mm-hmm. f- spectacular. That's I think that's how I feel about almost every song on here. The moments where it does something, uh, it does something a little bit more adventurous, a little bit bigger. I'm like I'm totally I'm sold. Sure. And it's the the rest. It's always the in between the in, the in between the either underwhelming or it sounds, it's it's just bleeding with the rest because the entire album is major key happy, f- uplifting, sort of
1: sappy sometimes.
0: It is. There's no darkness on this album.
1: That would or the next one really. That would become a problem for me later on. But right now, I'm I'm cool with it. It uh-huh. the way the music is presented and performed. I'm I'm fine with the peaks and valleys. It is uh, very 90s, like yeah, you said for sure. Um, but I think it's a a cool little little like diamond in the rough of the 90s or like these weird bands that exist but people don't really know about it it's like up there with like brainiac for me in terms of like oh hey there's this like thing like right under the surface that's right there but not a lot of people are talking about it
0: interesting interesting Uh, so you know let me just ask one more thing uh i so before i even ask Uh, These are long songs, by the way. Oh yes, this is not a a breeze of an album. This is a—it's a fifty-minute album. Each song is pretty fucking beefy. And I gotta ask about the beefiest. What do you think of "Very Sleepy Rivers"?
1: I would like that song if it was a thousand percent shorter. It is twelve minutes. I think it's my favorite song on the album. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm so surprised you don't like it. There's a lot of no. There's some like really cool stuff on there. I, it's just like fatigue set in for me.
0: I get it. I mean, because it is a lengthy album. Also, we have a fucking hidden bonus track for the streaming version, which is um, Car Wash Share, which was released on an EP after this. And uh, But, but, uh, very sleepy is I think out of the whole album, it's the only one that really felt different. And Interest. at that point, like, I don't even fucking care if it's 12 minutes. I already listened to fucking 38 of the same kind of song. <laughs> I'm down for a little bit of the 12 minutes or something else. Yeah uh yeah so this one is one of my l- lesser favorites even though after listening to the whole discography, because I, I i had a very um i didn't listen to this discography the way i usually listen for for episodes because uh, life is hectic and i, I didn't have Crazy. a lot of time so i i listened to basically every single album in a row without listening without without um without taking any notes okay not in one day but over the course of like a week sure so i ended up i had to go back to take notes again and going back to this album after hearing the whole discography is way different oh it's it's such a weird thing like things that i missed that i wish they still did are on this Mm -hmm. album i missed fucking becker's voice like a lot yeah uh and it's just it's so weird it's it's also very refreshing when you see a band evolve so much
1: and uh in real time uh this has been. Uh, a little bit since we've got back together so like yeah it's been a couple of weeks I did my due diligence but it's been a while and I like kind of crammed these over the weekend to make sure I was still familiar with them uh-huh. and uh I don't I don't know if we like rank them this is like like upper upper tier, upper Mer- tier? mercury rev for me
0: I think it went it, it became higher on the list after I listened to everything a few times sure uh, not that I hate things more. Well, I mm-hmm. do hate things more for sure. But not that I not that I hate those so much that this became higher. It's again, it's just the, the appreciation for because also I do love this style. I love this fucking early nineties indie shit. Yeah, I, I mean, it just it's a it's a it's not like death metal in sound, but it <laughs> is like death metal in the fact that I can't pitch it to people. I can't explain why I like it. I, it just feels nice to me. I just enjoy it. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but anyway, we have. 10 more to go. So uh, let's 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 on. Let's move it on. I swear to God, if I pronounce this wrong, I'm going to fucking stab myself in my knee right now. This, I don't even know how to pronounce I believe this is 1993's Boses. Yeah, uh, the flame's out. God damn it. Part of me really wants to say Boches. Boches, yeah, I think. Jim Boches. (laughs) That's stupid. (laughs) So, as you can hear from those horns, we're still playing with some happy songs.
1: This, now we're venturing on like way more whimsical.
0: They're bringing in. Also, if you were if you're to go on any Wikipedia of any album uh, by this band or check any of the liner notes, just look at the personnel and all the people playing the instruments and you'll get angry. Because apparently, Jimmy Chambers plays the Atlas sweepstakes. <laughs> and Grasshopper also plays the Licorice stick. So,
1: you know who knows what the fuck you're doing? Who knows? Um. So this isn't one of my favorite songs. I don't. I get it. I like it. It's
0: ten minutes long, and and it's a bit much for an opener. I do enjoy it.
1: I do like appreciate the like composition though, and like how it's built out. uh, So there's that. Yeah, I don't even I don't think we could uh I don't even know if we can like play enough of the song. There is no chance yeah. that we can play enough of the song to so, like because
0: at it, around 7 or 8
1: minutes it gets a, real good. Yeah, you're in a different <laughs> place. You're in a different place. Yeah, this is not too bad.
0: This actually does feel more like an opener than the last record, I feel like.
1: I get that, yeah. It's like sex of tone. Yeah, and, and, Um. Yeah. All right. a chit
0: chat, chit chat, What's going on? What's going on? What's going on?
1: Unrelated to the album, but a funny story that you read about the Lollapalooza fiasco. Did not. Did not. Is this recent? No, no, no. no. Do they have Lollapalooza still? Uh, I think they do, yes, they do So, um, during A Lollapalooza stop in Denver While touring Either before or after this I believe they were playing Very Sleepy River when it happened Uh, The mayor shut The band down because it was So fucking loud I do remember that, yes yes. And it wasn't just the mayor Because they were on a side (laughs) stage The mayor says it's too loud Gotta shut it down Gotta shut it down so they were playing a side stage the same time Tool was playing and they were louder than fucking Tool and they pissed off Tool. That's,
0: first of all, to see Maynard pissed off would be the, the funnest thing ever. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, any member of Tool. But it, it, that is hilarious. It also shows
1: that these guys were dickheads with the feedback. I told you, I told you, it wasn't just me. From well, from the way they said it, it wasn't like intentional. This kind of sounded like, oh, you know, that's just how we play. We uh-huh. didn't, we didn't know. And like, yeah, their manager was like, get the fuck off the stage. And in your, they were like sending like these. Huge security guards and like taking the sound guy away and like throwing their instruments off stage. Holy shit. Yeah, and their managers is like, get on the bus. They're gonna like beat the crap out of you. So like oh wow. Hey, that's justice, everybody. That's the uh, fucking government
0: doing what the government does. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, remember that,
1: remember that. I mean it <laughs> sounds yeah, it sounds like a mixture of things I don't know because it sounds like a dick move for like clinging to be like, hey, to the sound guy you you guys got to turn it down it's a simple request it's a fucking simple request Yeah, <laughs> especially when it's in a,
0: a giant massive event like that like yeah they have there there are steps to take there there it's not like cuz they're going to they're, they're not fucking anarchists up they're not going to like say
1: Fuck you, man! No yeah. mayor. I, I, no these these elf like these elf like. I read you the quote. This yeah. dude is harmless. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think he's gonna do? So yeah, I don't I don't know how much of it was like the city and the just the the security being assholes. And, like who, yeah. yeah, but just so. I blame
0: the government. And I also blame. <laughs> I'm assuming uh, the the security guys who were probably paid a little extra on the table. Oh, Take yeah. care of business, make sure. sure
1: real nice and sure, yeah. yeah. Go, efficient. go bust up some unions, things like that, yeah. Ugh. But anyways, anyways, it's interesting little that story was very in the, interesting in the story of the band. Uh
0: good album. I actually do like it a lot more than the last one. I think it it does more things. It's so much bigger. There's so many fucking instruments on here.
1: I yeah, I would say that too. Not on like my first listen, but second listen, I can definitely notice. There's a, a trajectory towards bigger and better things yeah for sure yeah um
0: i do think it's um it kind of peters out toward the end which hurts a lot because the 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 end is like 20 minutes long (laughs) the end the final three songs are literally 20 minutes combined yeah and those are all
1: pretty rough for me um yeah i guess because one of the highlights for me was Snorry mouth really yeah I, that's where the album starts to
0: interest. because that's a, it's another 11 minute song mm-hmm. um and i feel like at this at that point in the album especially at that length it's too much no it's just not it doesn't do enough to distinguish itself it feels so much like the rest that it, was again it's the same problem i had with the last one really
1: yeah um but yeah this one does feel a little more more dreamy whimsical like we played with the opener but yeah. um yeah i i I don't know. I think the closer Griffin is pretty wild. It sounds like it could be in a like David Lynch movie. Sounds like a joke song. Yeah, it's a joke song. There's there's these ja- like cool jazzy things. There's like scatting yeah. going on. It
0: annoys the stuff. piss out of me. Honestly, <laughs> I I'm fucking not a fan. But if if we're talking about the jazzy stuff, I'm a huge fucking fan of Boy, Boys Peel Out. Oh yeah, that's a good song. Super duper gentle, but still really upbeat. The 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 jazz drums are are are, are fucking very nice. And this is they they might have had some on the last album as well, but this is like where you start to notice Mercury Rev and their bells. Oh yeah, they love their bells, and there's bells all over that song. It's very nice. And I usually actually mostly like how they how they do bells. It always Mm -hmm. feels very unique to them, and it's it's very again whimsical kind of texture. At some point. I hate them for the bells. <laughs> I fucking hate them for the goddamn bells. But for from for now and for uh, a lot uh, of albums, fine. I'm on it's board. Fine.
1: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's bells or like a xylophone on that song, but yeah, the I, that outro yeah. is is really nice.
0: Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. Uh, another minimal one is uh, Down's Our Feminine Balloons. A uh, lot of flutes and stuff. A lot
1: of really good per- percussion guitar
0: centric, but it's just minimal. It's very pretty. Also,
1: sometimes I find flutes annoying. That song soothing flutes i don't think
0: i've ever found flutes annoying with this band i i I love somehow they crack some code they're really they're just fucking they were made to have orchestral instruments yeah and they and while there's not it doesn't feel very orchestral here they're still there and then when they get more orchestral it feels so natural Mm -hmm. uh it's like i trust guys like these to do flutes
1: yeah. you don't trust everyone to do flutes. No, no. But if David Friedman is involved, <laughs> hell yeah, sign me up. Hell yeah.
0: Um, so the production on here because I was complaining so much about the last one, I don't like it on this one much either. I do think it's better, but like a like more of a small step mm-hmm. than a leap. Uh, I think the worst, the worst production, or the most, the most noticeably bad production is on trickle down, because. It has these really great driving bass lines, but they are, they are. It's, it's the guitar and drums are just fucking buried, and the vocals are twice as loud as everything else. And it's, it's so fun because like halfway through it, it, it kind of falls apart and then picks itself up and starts up again. Uh, it's a great song,
1: almost completely ruined by the production for me. Let me tell you, when it turns into a noisy mess, and I got a time stamp. Hell yeah! Is, hell yeah! So I'm glad you bought it up. This to Get a taste of the production. I miss it's all noise and screaming. Yeah, <laughs> I love these like harmonics on the like yeah. yeah,
0: I like it too if they weren't louder than everything else. The yeah. drums should be louder. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh-huh. I don't know it works for
2: me. It's just so
0: Oh man.
1: Oh it's again I like the song. It's just it's so fucking unbalanced. <laughs> pretty pretty unhinged.
0: It is. It is. It is a cool fucking song though. Uh yeah, it's a good album. It's a good album. This is I mean, this is the last album that they'll do that will sound like this.
1: But yeah, this is the last one with
0: uh Dave Becker. Yes. And uh What's, what, is, uh, what does old Jonathan say about him leaving the bat? Here's the quote, everybody. Quote, there was a parting of ways. It was very mutual. There was no giant row. That, maybe that's is that the right word. Uh, Could have been a mistype. Uh, there, was no, there, was no in, there was no one incident, but I think it had to do with David looking for a different musical fireplace sort of to sit beside i think for myself a grasshopper we were actually enamored with a more melodic side to music at the time so when you're referring <laughs> to musical endeavors as fireplaces
1: uh, yes. i want to hug you and punch you in the fucking face like, i don't, i can't decide i don't know you're making me feel all kinds of things i met this dude at a party he better be charming as shit
0: uh yeah and yeah. If,
1: if and if he is
0: I am yours. I am yours, Mr. Donahue. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So clearly, uh, yeah, they wanted to go in a bit more musical direction. It's and it seems like the through the context that Baker was the one making the band super duper noisy because mm, yes, you look at one album later in they're not they're never going to be this again. It gets different. Yes, very different from here on out. But. I think it's time for that at at the moment. So here we go, everybody. Here we go. This is 1995. See you on the other side.
2: One hill in front, one hill behind Life in the Empire State Life in the Empire
0: State Angels and devils So that's uh, Jonathan of Locals now, who has a...
2: Softer voice,
1: very sparkle horse Wayne Cohen,
0: except way weaker than those singers, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, um, it on other albums, it can become
0: a problem, it can, and it does. I don't think here so much. And this, this song does take a while to build up, but we're gonna let it build up. We're gonna let it build up. Already, we're getting some very, very tasteful instrumentation. Oh my god! Oh goodness! This feels so good. Yeah, it feels so good. <laughs> Those flutes. Hell yeah! Oh, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> If you listen for everyone, if you just listen, I mean, when I'm not talking, listen behind the vocals, there are so many
1: little things happening. Yes, yes. This album is not just this song, pretty much every song. Yeah.
0: How long is this song? It's pretty fucking long. I imagine it's very long. It's like seven minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to get to all, all, the, all the meat of it, but... Leave a little in case you miss something juicy. Oh, those baselines, so so cool. Yeah. This is and there's so much I want to talk about about the baselines because this is kind of where they start taking off. Yeah. Best
1: personal favorite. Oh wow. I was let me tell you, I was not expecting to give this like this was hard for me to divvy up my picks. Personal favorite. This one fucking rules this is album was like oh yeah oh yeah also finding out that this album kind of broke the band sent them down a I don't. I broke don't. my fucking heart,
0: dude. I this is why I hate the world because they put everything they had into this album. They put so much time and work and love into it. Yeah. And it got shat on and they all
1: spiraled into fucking drugs and alcohol. <laughs> this is probably like the most diverse album. Like you get yeah. a, something a little different with every song. And it's just, it's so crazy. Like, this is, has to be, like, hands down one of the strongest, like, transitional albums. Yes. Yeah. Where it's, like, you listen to bands and you're like, okay, they're, like, stretching their muscles. Yeah. They're, they're going to be all right. This is just, like. They were holding this in for years, It felt it felt like. Yeah, like, oh, you guys got it. Oh, they For, had, yeah. First try, it. you guys got it. First try.
0: That's what like the orchestral Like this is where they start bringing their orchestral shit in. It's like, oh my god, it's so fucking well done. Like it, every and and also not just the the pretty uh, symphonic shit. Like Young Man's Stride is the heaviest like, thing they've done at
1: this point, and it fucking rules too. Yeah, it's almost like cliche, like heavy psychedelia, but it works. It's Hell just yeah. like. It feels
0: good. And also Jonathan's voice sounds pretty good on here. Like in the, in the first few, like this album and the next one, and maybe the one after, but mostly these two, I think he's pretty rough. He's like pitchy and he's, he he has a weak voice obviously, but Mm -hmm. he's like not developed at all. So he can't even hit the right notes as often as he's, I guess you probably, you probably expect, but it's mixed well. So he doesn't, it doesn't like feel like a distraction. Uh, And the songs are so fucking good. It doesn't even matter. Like Mm -hmm. when, everything else is so powerful you can have a little a weak element in there it doesn't matter it's not gonna hurt anything uh that's why i feel about this whole this whole album because and again about the diversity shit man like ray of hope is like an, yeah. it's like an indie soul song it is it's they jesus like christ soul
1: vocals on there or, uh or no sorry it's like soul music yeah. and then you have like the psychedelic vocals you get the fucking those saxes on there too oh yeah actually work it kind of like ventures into like king crimson prog rock (sighs) territory and it's just like what a crazy like balancing act they're doing here i absolutely love racing the tide uh i don't know oh you like those chuck Mangione horns on there that's what it is
0: (laughs) (laughs) because it feels so good but uh that one i don't know what that uh, Maybe you should put it. No, I don't know because that that I don't know what it, what that instrument is on the main riff, but it sounds like some kind of synth. It's always in my head. It's yeah, been in my head
1: for the past two. You weeks. got a timestamp, or
0: it is the main riff. It's,
1: it's the, the main, main riff. riff. Should I just kind of pull it up and fast forward a little?
0: uh If it has a lengthy intro, you can fast forward. But it's it's like the 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 main
1: riff. We're doing race in the tide here. That's the yes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's past it. it. You passed it. It's the very beginning. Oh, the it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, just let it let it play. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> this is going to play in every dream I have from now on. It's very like
1: dreamy. It is um I could see it being like a Yellow Magic Orchestra song in a different world. In a different world, yeah. I'm
0: almost uh, this song is fucking gorgeous, and then toward the end, it goes all crazy psychedelic with these uh, like those uh, like a lot of Eastern influence, like psychedelic Eastern. Uh, but still, but what I love about it is that oftentimes when you hear someone trying the Eastern sounding psychedelic thing it just becomes the cliche mm-hmm. Eastern sounding psychedelic. This is still musical. It is still them making unique melodies just happening. Hap- they just happen yes. to, be, to be using that style. Yeah, they have room to play around in there. Exactly. Yes. Uh, what else is fucking great? Every, I love every song in the song. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Uh, Kiss from, uh, from No Flame. Uh,
1: it's like jazzy and tropical. But it, like in a good way. Usually, yes. tro- yeah. Usually like the tropical stuff is very like tiresome to me yeah and it's just like hey i'm for it there is there are two examples of tropical where i am
0: it just makes me wish i love tropical because it, the way it made <laughs> me feel. it's that song and uh goodbye sober day from mr bungle <laughs> like those two yeah. these two tropical sunny things like oh that's how you do it that's they, how you do yeah, it yeah those are the two right there uh but, but yeah this fucking rules i don't know if you have anything else to add
1: i'll just say for like how much they use horns on here i was not expecting to like if you described this album to me i'd be like i probably won't like that but uh Uh, little surprise here also it's like a lot of
0: a lot of French horns, which is, uh, I forget who plays the French horns. They're
1: on. probably credited as a wacky, made-up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Susan Thorpe. Susan okay, Thorpe. Okay, yeah, she's still so here. Susan Thorpe. Sorry, she's still here doing work. Yeah,
0: she's so she's the flutes person. She's the she's the French horn person, and that's wonderful. Because uh, I do think French horns are, are. You you hear plenty of trumpets. Mm-hmm. You hear all well, depending on the type of music, I guess. But I think in like rock music, you hear a lot of. Hor- Loud, bright horns. You don't hear so much of the French softer horns. um But so back to like oh, oh, about the disaster that was this album.
1: Yes, sales were disappointing. Oh my God. So much so that the band requested to be dropped from their label. That's the most masochistic thing I've ever heard. Like, That's please, insane. we don't deserve, we don't deserve you. From a guy named Grasshopper, that kind of makes sense. Oh. Uh, their manager left drummer jimmy chambers left their lawyers were like oh holy fuck and the band was in debt like holy shit i mean what the fuck do you want world we gave you well we
0: they gave you a phenomenal album and you stabbed them in their
1: face yeah caused donahue to go into a deep deep depression Yep. yep which makes sense um this is what makes me so sad like
0: it's jonathan talking the way he does but this is why i like him because he can kind of in a douchey way create a fucking vivid picture (laughs) he says quote we had put everything we had into it i mean it was really a childlike record and that it was a children's record it was conjured up all these images grasshopper myself had had from childhood these melodies and these sort of half forgotten songs from radio stations uh used to have in america uh, and he suddenly starts talking about the more specifically like uh but the fact that like oh yeah this was so deep
1: and like innocent exactly it's like yeah. they were just
0: doing what they love what they remember from when they were kids it's like such a pure album and <laughs> no one appreciated it yeah I mean, and i get if it blew to not like if i mean i don't care how how sincere it is if i don't like it you're not going to you force yourself to like it yeah but this there this is there's nothing wrong with this album mhm ah oh, it's just fucking weird man it, Wrong time I'm assuming? It's yeah, got to be a wrong time. It's got
1: to be bad timing. Wrong place, wrong time.
0: I mean I, I imagine just maybe there's one Mercury Rev new Mercury Rev list, uh fan listening to it this still but w- what do like fans think because
1: this is a, how do you how Yeah, do you I would be it? I would be interested in knowing that cuz we're coming up on a big one in a bit here so Yeah, this one
0: never gets brought up and I think even uh Jonathan says uh, I'm going to try to find the quote. Exactly. I damn it. I can't find it. Um ah, damn I can't oh, it. But basically I'll, I'll paraphrase yeah. it. He said that I think I uh, still, so he still thinks like there's a lot of strong stuff on this album, which there are. And that uh fans will still point to a lot of this as being really good, but not, uh, not that many. They're crazy. And like, it's, it's insane. Like coming in blind this stuck out so much as like, holy shit, this is a this is above and beyond.
1: It, and like I say this as someone who liked that first album. Like <laughs> it sounds like the album they were trying to make with their first two efforts.
0: Uh without uh, a deep-voiced man making things noisy. <laughs> not, that was, not that there was bad, but also the writing here is different. All these songs feel different. They're, they're not just major key, happy, poppy stuff the whole way through. There's different feels. There's different moods. It's, it's, it's a whole spectrum of uh, emotions, damn it. Mm-hmm. Ah, I just love it. But anyway, my best personal favorite, Alex's personal favorite. But we got a whole bunch more to go and a lot more famous albums to go.
1: So... You ready? I'm ready for for the big one. Here. Here's the big one,
0: everybody. This is 1998. Deserters' songs.
1: I um. I thought it was interesting that they yeah maybe one beep that they leaned into the the children's music on this album, and then again on this album, and you just get. Two totally different things, but kind of with that same, the same building, building blocks.
0: You got it. There's, this is an undeniable intro, an undeniable, undeniable song. I fucking say what you want about his voice right here, but this song is so goddamn
1: good. This is, this is when we get to the, okay. You and the Flaming Lips. Someone's copying someone's homework here. They're they're all buddies, man. They're all no. Friends. That's what I mean. It's, it's just... like that that weird influence, but th- very similar. Yes. very similar. It's, God, it's so fucking beautiful. It's so interesting because it seemed like it was had a an impact in in ninety eight, but like almost like the world has kind of moved on from it. Uh huh. Ah. Um, um, like, I see all the critical acclaim yeah. and the accolades it has, but I don't feel like it's really, like, bought up heard, retroactively. I've never
0: heard it. these songs every, anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard them in movies or TV shows or anything. Where this song, I feel like, should be in all kinds of shape. It oh. has the aesthetic of so many things that, that are popular in culture right now.
1: Oh, if this was a Flaming maybe, lip Lower than one beat. One beat. If this was a, a Flaming lip song, it would've... Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this song I think is where it became obvious and for the next few albums, Dave's fucking bass lines.
1: Ooh, Ooh I'm gonna stop talking. Is that a fucking Thurman?
0: Listening to the bass lines right now. Like, they're just busy enough, but I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Jesus Christ. Dave's bass lines, like, Game changer. Like he's the king of this band. I think he's a fucking king.
1: He's he's the rock.
0: Yeah. Um No one can. I haven't heard anyone write bass lines like this in a, in so long. Like where it's not necessarily like a bad song without those bass lines. Mm-hmm. But just the, sp- the specific choices that he makes open everything up. It makes you feel it more. They're busy, but they're not like walking all over the place. They're not stepping on anybody's it, toes.
1: It's this. This is perfect perfect yeah uh um so yeah donahue hugh deep depression Dan yeah. wasn't talking but uh these guys these guys chemical brothers who Ooh. uh the, you know we talked very fondly on the bc boys episode oh i forgot I, for, I forgot my dad yeah they were like hey we like mercury rev he's like no one likes her van what's going on
0: Damn fucking Paul's boutique? Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Okay. They okay. were
1: like, we love Mercury Rev. We think uh you should do a song with us. And that gave Donahue some confidence. That's so sweet. He's like, you guys, he, there are people who like us. Yeah. There is a place for Mercury Rev in the world. It's kind of like a rekindling of his friendship with Grasshopper, who like checked into some like weird spiritual oh, that's right, yeah. thing, too. Um so yeah i think like the story of this album is kind of beautiful with like the chemical brothers reaching out and and giving help building up donahue's confidence and like him and grasshopper this like becoming friends again it's it's a a nice little story it is quite quite nice the drug usage Uh,
0: they what exactly drug what drugs did they do i I wonder if uh,
1: i don't know specifically what they well
0: uh our, our old history guy tom he he really uh he really wanted to know. <laughs> so oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the quote from Jonathan is a, a quote. It took a number of cliches, you know, the alcohol and the substances, but these were just incidentally, incidental to the, to uh, really what was being crushed inside. Those mm-hmm. weren't the reasons for the dive to the bottom, down to the bottom at all. It was self doubt. It was self loathing. You know, this is, this is you, this is my music. Um, it says grasshoppers. I mean, He's getting, he, he, he rambles on it and, and I'm going to end the quote there, but uh, it was just sort of like, I I, I don't know. Like, the 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 substances were more just a side effect i guess of the the depression and then the being crushed by everything
1: become things that feed into each other at that point yeah Uh, but this album this seemed to do well yes and i don't like it as much but i still think it's a very good album on the first listen i was like i get it and like to a point where I had to go and listen to the Flaming Lips album, uh, transmissions from a whatever heart thing. I forget what the, I forget what it's called. Yeah. some they got wacky names. Because I like, I had to, like, I had to know what was going on there. And then, like, I read the quotes about them kind of like popping in and out of the studio while they were going on. And, um, it's funny, but at the
0: beginning I said this wasn't. This isn't I haven't heard this in any movies. It was literally used. Well, the, to be fair, holes was in a two thousand movie called Panic with William H M- Macy and Nev Campbell. Yes, uh, but Opus Forty was used in twenty twenty in uh, the Love and Monsters soundtrack, which I've never watched. I will never watch. I can't imagine it's any good. But it is being used in movies
1: still. Yes, and then I saw the song Holes was used in that children's movie Sing Two, Sing Two it's about it's like american idol but with uh anthropomorphic animals that's uh sounds awful i uh, you know i i have no beef in that i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to stay out of that all right i'm going to say it's bad though i have not seen it but go on <laughs> i mean they use holes in it so all right, all right yeah, yeah who's ever in charge here. anyways yeah the the music here um yes. tell you a song like endless where oh, or, yeah. Endlessly, sorry. My bad. Um, They use like that, I don't know if it's called Sleep Endless Sleep, but the, uh, wait, 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 no, who that not, very, not? like, classical the, Oh, I, wait, 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 is it, that why it's so whimsical? It is, like, a, it sound, any other band, it sounds cliche, but, like, they use it efficiently there, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, burnt out or, like, oh, of course, of course you fucking... That's an, that sounds a good
0: example of, I don't like, I don't care for the song itself, but I do love everything about it. I do love the textures. I love the, the arrangements. I like how it nails everything that they're doing. I just don't care for the writing of it so mm-hmm. much. Um, and that's how I feel about a lot of this, where I love ex- I love how they're doing. I love the, the, I mean, the orchestral stuff sounds better than ever. It's so natural and ingrained. Mm-hmm. Just, just don't care for the writing. Like compared to the last one, the writing there was so unique and in. in Spontaneous here, uh, here again, it's just feel a little samey. Some like, like Opus 40, for example, which is just brought up. That one really bummed me out and disappointed because it just it's just another Beatles sounding, uh, w- descending progression. Yeah, that like, was I, I can do, I can go the rest of my life without hearing another fucking descending progression song. <laughs>
1: There's so many, it was literally half of Elliot Smith's career with descending <laughs> progressions. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. The only thing that pissed me off. Was some of the guitar playing On Hudson Line Mm -hmm. And I just like so Baffled by the choice I'm just gonna play A little bit of it here It's just I don't know it feels so Out of left field I'm sure some people like it though I
0: think I
2: might (laughs) (laughs) What the
1: fuck Right, it's a little tacky. Yeah, I forgot about this. It feels so inappropriate, but whatever. <laughs> it's gone. It's over. Yeah, and that's it. I don't think they'd do it again, but it just stuck out like a sore thumb to me where that, I'm like, what the fuck? That's also Grasshopper singing right there. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's funny because, goddamn, like,
0: he's he's fine, but he's basically just singing like Jonathan. Yeah. On any, like He sings a few more times than in the the other albums but it's always the same kind of you know very gentle not full falsetto the way jonathan does but pretty high Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, very cliche of me but i love the funny bird ah wait why is cliche uh oh that's because it's very psychedelic sounding it's very like king crimson i yeah go ahead yeah i just like i was i thought we were done with that kind of psychedelia i thought we were just on to the like the wacky Whimsical psychedelia, so like that song really like caught me off guard.
0: I do like this song, uh, it brings in some darkness, which I did appreciate. It does, um, I don't, I, it's the thing, like, I do like it, and I do like a lot of stuff here. I, I don't love it the way I loved things on the last album, except for, mm. except for Holes, which is amazing, and also Pick Up If You're There is fucking Gorgeous. But, uh, what's gonna see? like, yeah, the on most songs, and then Funny Bird is another good example, I can pretty much say almost confident, like with the utmost confidence for the next like, three albums, bass lines are gonna are going to be the thing that makes the song. Sure. <laughs> like they're, they're always so fucking,
1: oh, uh, they're so special. There were, there were bad albums. I don't even know if it's him on all of them, but there were, there were albums where I would like kind of check out on songs and like the bass lines would pull me they back in. They read you
0: back in, they yeah. read you back in, dude. They're so, so groovy, man. They fucking, ooh, they're so good, so good. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, pick up if you're if you're there is fucking awesome. It's very spacing, and cosmic, yet kind of nostalgic sounding. Uh, another dark and moody one. Uh, it's and it's also instrumental. Love it, love it. Mm-hmm. And then um, the the closer, which is a Delta Sun bottleneck stomp, is uh, Stompy.
1: <laughs> it does it does feel kind of out of place. A little bit. Cause yeah, the rest is, is very dreamy and this is like very a big. song you like this is clap a, your hands. It's to a, it's, it's
0: blowing in a jug music, Yes, but it is cool. I actually, it's fine. It's very fun. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it sounds even better following uh, pick you over there because that one's so dramatic and like it lulls you way down. Yeah. There's no vocals. It's just going to fucking depress the fuck of you for a while. And then
1: bam, they're back and clapping. They're back and yep. clapping. Also, uh, Goddess on a Highway was originally a Flaming Lips song, but they oh. decided to take it and use it here. So it was just kind of sitting, sitting around, and uh, yeah, Dave Freeman's like, we should use it here.
0: Interesting. I So that main riff of that song, I really hate it. I really hate <laughs> that main riff. But, but the chorus is so strong, especially with those bass lines, mm-hmm. turns the whole thing around. Like, I'll forgive so much stuff if
1: <laughs> if I feel like they're trying because <laughs> like I, you, I, you can do a lot with a generic riff honestly I will say with the exception of one album I even if I don't like certain things, I never feel like this band's not trying oh yeah because oh, yeah. yes we've we've dealt with bands where I'm like you guys clearly didn't give one one iota of fucks on this album yeah I n- I never got that from this
0: band No, so. no, no no these dudes are g- clearly very genuine. Uh, and it's a good album I, and it, it's not that this is a bad album in any way. I think it's a good thing. It is a good album. But the fact that this one hit while the last one didn't is why I, I just don't my me and the world are always going to be like this. <laughs> it's never going to fucking line up. I just don't understand. Just ships passing in the net. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, it's hope that I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to put it behind me. Move forward. Because we got some more, we got some more. We
1: yeah, we still have quite a bit more. A lot more, actually. But uh,
0: we are in the 21st century now, buddy. This is 2001's. All is dream.
1: Listen to the Walker Brothers. Oh, I know. <laughs> this is a little dramatic. This would uh, be their their last with Freeman, right?
0: No 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 well, the last with Freeman as a touring member. Okay. He he yeah. plays bass on a okay. few more albums. A lot more actually.
2: I dreamed of you on my farm. I hate this. I of you <laughs> in my arms. But dreams of his voice wrong.
0: is just I, it's a style, all right. That's all it is. I don't <laughs> care if for it's the style. The style
1: him and Wayne Cohen are like. We're both. <laughs> we're both going in on.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> My real problem is honestly the the piano line. It's just a fucking Beatles
1: knockoff or the Lennon knockoff, whatever. And
0: now the creek is but with
1: worse vocals, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I don't know the the strings on the song. Strings were, are gorgeous. Yeah. they're fucking beautiful. Yeah, I love the, those big chromatic.
0: I always dreamed of big crowds,
2: plumes of smoke and high
0: I do respect the, dreams where the song goes, and there's a lot of epicness that mm-hmm. gets built up. I just don't like the foundation. I like the way it's good oh, so it's. It is so orchestral. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, we should start moving a little faster, but...
1: Yeah, okay, so this really caught me off guard. I don't even think this is a flawless album, but I think it's the best. You're out of your fucking...
0: What? I this think one?
1: I, th- I don't think it's a bad album at all, but there's what? just so many things that work for me here. Like, I... Whoa! Yeah. I like I like that first song a lot. There's a few more that I would give best to, but it's not this one. I I really like Tides of the the Moon right after. That's a great song. Yeah. The, and all th- those fucking basslines again, yeah. I, like also it feels like the band has like obviously made a decision to move away from like guitar driven things. Yeah. Like the guitars on there are just so good. And then like fucking and then it just gets me with chains and Lincoln eyes. Like, um, chains is like ri- I think this thing is really beautiful. It, it, it rules. The song rules. Yeah,
0: it's it's like J- Jonathan is so full set up there. He's so yeah. It's, and it's, I think in general, this album is is the point of deal breaker or not? Like this is where you cannot ignore his voice anymore. Is I, his voice a deal breaker or not? Yeah. That's, that's, that's basically what this quote, this album asks.
1: Yeah. I think maybe because I'm a, a, a bigger like flaming lips fan than you, where I'm just like, I'm accustomed to it. Yeah. And I think, I think the music and the songwriting is just so, I agree. So I think strong on here. I can't, yeah.
0: I think that, no, I think, well, at least for me, the, the music does, like, it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. I don't like his voice, but I, I, th- it's, I don't, I don't, I can, I'll tolerate it mm. because change is amazing <laughs> and uh, fantastic writing. And again, those damn bitchin' bass lines, dude. They dude, fucking, they yeah. just won't
1: stop. They won't stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my favorite song on the album. Like, honestly, I, I do love that song. And the strings are fucking incredible.
1: And yeah, like Lincoln Eyes, I love the big, like, arena rock, like, 70s arena rock feel it has to it. Just like a big, like, psychedelic song. And to go back on what I just said, that's a song where Jonathan's vocals do not work for me, and I can't handle the song because of his vocals. You're crazy! It's a great song. <laughs> the things I don't like: uh-huh, a drop in time. You don't like one? No, I hate that. I that, actually do like that one. That dainty, jaunty <laughs> musical shit it's doing there. It's f- whimsical and fairy tale like, sure, but I like the pizzicato strings. Oh uh, no, <laughs> no! I I do think that song fares better once the like percussion and drums come in. It's a little more tolerable for me. Um, and then night and fog and little rhymes. Those are just it's. It feels too like cut and dry indie rock for me. It's funny how you you're you're just naming songs that I also like, and it's your best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, those okay. three those three songs to me are like arguably weak, but the rest of the album I'm just like so enamored by.
0: I can I can get the I can I get the argument for Little Rhymes being weaker mm-hmm. cuz I I can't I don't love it. I can't say I hate it though. There's just something soothing about it. Uh, and, and of course like the bass lines, the bass lines are great everywhere, but there's just something about it that I can't really defend or explain. Night and Fog, I do like it a lot. Those drums are fucking mad satisfying. Yeah. Uh and, and, I mean the production is only getting better with each album at this point, but uh everything feels so so
1: full and powerful. Um and then yeah, fucking Hercules, it's just masterful. I think it's like one of their best songs. I
0: disagree. I think it's a good closer. It feels big and epic. I, I think it's really cool when it gets when it gets going. It takes five minutes to get going. By oh, the way, oh, it does.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> totally does. I think they've done better in that style. And it was. It's not that it's a bad song. It's just like ah. Oh. I think the, like the Hercules, like that is the band. Like like he, that song is the. I don't know. I just like. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know,
0: I couldn't tell you if I liked this one more than the last one. Because I think I might. I think I do like this one more than the last one. Yeah. Because uh, it feels, it's it, like you said, everything's in two. It feels like the last no, one. No, it, it but does big, feel like it. But bigger and more diverse.
1: Yeah, it's not as dark no. as the last song. That has a very, like, heavy feel to it. But it's just, yeah, I just... Those opening four, four or five songs—I forget how much it is—and then closing it with Hercules and oh man, like you're my queen. This is like uh, has some energy to it. I just I just think it's a cool album. Well, fair enough,
0: and that's all we ask is you be honest with us.
1: That's that's all I can do, and that's one of the only commodities i have i'm i'm not rich so you'll be honest (laughs) all i got is my honesty yeah uh hell yeah hell yeah i wasn't expecting that wasn't expecting that i I, I I bet no one was expecting that i wasn't yeah like i said i i didn't really know where my feelings lied until i was like okay i gotta make these choices and going back on those like third this was like a third listen ban for me i had to really sort that out well
0: that's just the way it goes sometimes. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. <laughs> uh, so Alex is best, uh, and but we got some more, and I, we're not done with the good shit, I, in my opinion, which makes me feel pretty good that honestly this band is actually a very good band. Yes. It's just we'll talk about it, but it's just things. It's toward the end. It's toward the end. It's just, the end. It's, just it's, <laughs> it's, it's they're good band. <laughs> All right, this is 2005's the secret migration. <laughs>
1: And this is the album that got, I think this got bad reviews. It did, and I'm angry once again! I don't And I it. really, really like it. This is a good album. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's a good album. This song, those bass lines, I right, do to stop talking.
0: So groovy, one of the grooviest things they've done at this point.
1: yeah, I on my notes on this song, I was like, How does their production just keep getting better? Yep,
0: this is the first time in a while where the
1: drums felt in control, yeah, it's like really in the pocket. Yeah, I told you
2: where we're going, girl, we're all for.
0: Fucking bass line. like it's still Dave on bass, but he's just not in the band anymore. And those pianos that's total uh, uh, Levin era Nick Cave, okay, totally. Yeah,
1: yeah, so like this the bass line shouldn't be this good. Oh, I know exactly yeah.
2: that.
0: I don't want to lower it, but we gotta we gotta move on. Yeah. Fucking this this album is where I literally had to write in my notes that the world is fucking retarded. How dare you not like this album too? This was almost best. This was very close to being best.
1: I I had thoughts and feelings about giving it some some accolades there, but yeah, it's so fucking the,
0: the production here might be my favorite out of all their albums. Yeah, it's so fucking fat and so it's fulfilling, dude. I feel like I just ate a nice big meal. It's delicious. I love it.
1: That's uh, a great way to uh, describe it. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't hear it on Diamonds, but I saw John Lennon got credited. Some songwriting oh, really? credits there, really? and I'm like, was I, I? didn't hear any "Lucy, Lucy in the Sky," and I'm assuming that's what they they pulled from. Uh Maybe I didn't. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. And yeah, I went back. I listened to it. I'm like, I don't fucking hear it. Maybe, maybe they pulled some lyrics, and I'm just mm. stupid. But yeah, he. Yeah, maybe that's actually. It's, but it's, it's a good ass song. Though. It's one of my last favorite, less favorite, so- less favorite really? songs on the
0: album. So, uh so I don't even mind whatever the hell the similarities might have been uh
1: but mm, black forest though black forest where wait which one so f- it's or did i write things down now i'm like per- perhaps sent-
0: maybe i didn't write it down we're gonna find out in three, two, one. Oh no no you're right you're right yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's right Dummies. uh yeah uh Man. fucking yeah i just missed it Laura li- or lorelei Lay. Lower- Lower Lay. Lower lay, lower lower I'm gonna say
1: lower I like the way lower lies. Lower
0: a better a better word, but the ei makes me think it's lower lay. Black mm. forest. We're just gonna go black forest. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, goddamn, the song is great. Uh, another example of just how much better the production is here than well, it's not that it's it's that much better than the rest. It's just exceptional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I can't. I'm again. I'm not gonna make any bold claims, but this might be in terms of baselines. The where it's at like the king of all of all dave bass lines
1: i i think you're right it's um, phenomenal going through my notes i didn't even realize (laughs) right now how much i wrote the bit i wrote the baseline like a hundred times yeah for sure (laughs) Oh
0: jesus christ so goddamn you get some high energy drama with uh, vermilion
1: oh man that song's so good like yeah um also uh
0: was it um i feel like in a funny way it really makes me think of like uh there's a lot of 60s in it but it really reminds me of like walker brothers or even like roy orbison style drums with like the big bombastic kind of western sounding drums
1: yeah this may this may even be like the best drumming too because yeah. like the, a song like arise like that drummer <laughs> oh that, fuck yeah, yeah the drummer's doing work on that song and uh, it's, it's good who it's is good it work.
0: Because on the person, this is the like, one of the only albums where they don't say which member does which instruments. Yeah. Instead of like a thousand per member, which is usually the case. Uh, so it's is it Jeff Marcel? Uh,
1: you, might, you might have to go to Discogs or something to, uh, uh, to hash this out. D- damn, damn, damn! I will, I will say that there is stuff like Into the Wilderness where it's like this big wall of sound whimsical indie folk thing that i feel like bands like Coldplay and like arcade fire would do but also they were around at the, that time too so
0: yeah that's uh i think my other weakest song on this album there's only two songs i don't care for that one and that one in diamonds um again it's not not bad nothing, like at this point in, the, in the, the career i don't think they've done anything bad
1: like there's no songs i hate really yeah there's nothing that makes me want to like tear my hair out
0: nah i mean except for the production on the first album which literally just hurts but uh,
1: oh you know what was kind of frustrating moving i like that song moving on oh yeah yeah, and it's like over before you know it it's so pretty it's so spacey it's over immediately
0: and it's it's one of the ones where like come on i feel like that could be a whole song i felt like that uh, recently this is so unrelated it's just just a, a similar situation where i was uh For fun, listening to the midsummer soundtrack because I I love it. (laughs) Uh, It's also Bobby Kurek, the guy from the Hacks and Cloak who did it, also did did the soundtrack for Returnal, the game Returnal. Oh yeah, that's Uh, right. And it's a fucking incredible soundtrack. I think it's one of the the best. I think it's probably the best horror soundtrack ever made, in my opinion. Um, But there's one track on there where it's a fully flushed out piece it's like three minutes three and a half minutes and it's so goddamn breathtakingly gorgeous <laughs> and it ends right when you feel it can like expand and elaborate and get bigger it just ends it's like no I cra- <laughs> my body craves more i yeah. need more why yeah. why would you do that that's why I, I feel about this yeah yeah, yeah that's um, i really really love uh my love it's like super sweet and pretty uh but the rhythm section is just so so powerful uh we need more sweet with powerful rhythm sections
1: this is yeah this is kind of an outlier where yeah. i if like that was a family feud category it's this album and i don't know what else <laughs> nothing no well,
0: maybe not nothing but i, I couldn't yeah. think of it uh fantastic yeah th- really the only thing that kept us from being best was just how incredible see on the other side was for me like just sure. how flawless and like beautifully paced it is otherwise this would be a shoehorn for shoehorn a shoe in
1: for best i really like the way it sounds i think it's a strong album but uh in terms of like the way songs stick with me uh uh, obviously
0: yeah the the last one yeah uh
1: so when i made that that i said that quote that
0: that Jonathan said about uh, fans not liking it so much, I was wrong. It was about this album, not that one. Oh, okay. I knew, I knew it was for an album that I loved. So the quote from Jonathan says, uh, quote, and when Secret Migration came out, I felt it didn't quite resonate with people that way. I think people were much more connected to an expansive musical element in Mercury Rev that, than even I had thought, you know. Okay, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Sorry. And so uh, the three-minute song seemed to almost... Uh, be a bit abrasive to many people when for us it was a three minute song it was something we really only dialed in in some arcane way but when it came out uh it seemed it did not find a home in many people's arms some people did find some people it did i still feel to this day there's some very strong songs on here but you'd probably be a, a little hard pressed to find a number of people who felt that way that's the quote and that's well insane to me like
1: there's, here's two people here, right here two people right here
0: okay that was fucking really good come on man just let's just it a shot please
1: uh all right i you know this this like hearing you read that like the song length i didn't even think about i, I did was, once i was just having a good time with it that's that's one thing i
0: also didn't didn't even pick up on until reading him talk about it was uh, that this album was changing things up in a way. It was like them going more accessible, simpler, mm-hmm. less psychedelic and big. It, that doesn't, it
1: doesn't. It's when you, still there for me.
0: Because they also don't feel like they have long songs when they have long songs for the most part. Like their seven minute songs overall usually don't feel like boring, long, dragging on kind of things. Sure. Uh, because there's so many th- things happening. So you shorten it. You just end up with it, and, and there's not. It's it's still the same length of album. So it, it's a 44 minute album. There's just more songs on it, mm-hmm. it, it, and it, it feels like the, like a seamless transition. I don't. Know. <laughs> I feel fuck yourself <laughs> if you do not like this album. I don't know what to tell you. All right, but moving on, we got a few more, and this is the album where things start to get a little bit messy because mm-hmm. this next album is coupled with another album that we'll also talk about. But this, anyway, we'll get into it. This is uh, 2008's Snowflake Midnight.
2: Snowflake in a hot world. I do. Don't let them
0: get I hate that vocal line mm-hmm. But Don't let them tell You gotta let the song kick in <laughs> You gotta let the song kick in
2: you all the same.
0: Especially if you've never Heard this album prior To hearing the rest of the albums Like if you're let's to it Chronologically the way we did
1: Yeah It was just it was a shift Yeah You, you did see this coming
2: Snowflake in the
1: I think I just I hate that lyric too. Stuff it's, like in Hot World, yeah, it's bad lyric. Yeah, it's a bad
0: it's lyric.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: because aside from like some beep boops, it feels mostly so Mercury red so as we know them. So real.
1: I when I heard those those beep boops, I'm like, are they gonna go more electronic?
0: Yeah.
1: And they do. Oh we oh they do. I like the idea of this song more than I like this song.
0: I thought I didn't like this song, and then a second I was like, this is a good song. Like, again, just kind of like blocking out his voice for a second. Those backups, that's Mm -hmm. super ELO sounding. Yeah. These arrangements are spectacular. And, oh, incredible and completely
1: unpredictable arrangements in this song. I do like me some, like, fuzzy bass like this.
0: They've never sounded like this. Just that rhythm section alone, which is Yeah, The drivingness of it is unlike anything they've done before. This is a very unusual album.
1: Yes, this is more... This is a... Uh, like, you know, a whimsical... For the most part, a psych psychedelical band is like really doubling down on electronic stuff here.
0: Fully going hard on the electronic. And first listen, I was like, this is interesting. This is different. It's not bad. I don't know if I love it. Second listen, I was like, this could have been best. This could have been best." Interesting. I think it's that good.
1: <laughs> there, there is some stuff going on here. I think um I, w- I was interested with that song, but I think the song after Butterfly's Wing works a little better it for is- me gorgeous yeah
0: it is fantastic it's it's simple but the main melody is so well done uh so goddamn well done and then there's like a lot of uh you know where it makes everything sound like an old radio mm. uh, certain parts toward the end and it and then slowly brings it back into like the big loud full production it and there's something about the especially in that song the electronic elements really feel late 90s early 2000s where it's kind of it's kind of cheesy it's kind of goofy and a little dated I, but it still works it's still well written enough to to kind of overlook
1: i think the electronic stuff works you know it's not like it's not like the band air good but you know
0: it's I have no comment because i haven't heard them
1: oh you've heard some of their songs i correction it, i have heard some of their songs recorded yeah i'll i'll play you the hits after this um i i like a song like uh people are so unpredictable yeah. where they're somehow able to smash this genre of prog rock with the electronic yeah and it, <laughs> it's wild yeah yeah, it <laughs> doesn't annoy me the way uh a, like porcupine tree does Porcupine tree is talentless this, this band <laughs> is fucking great <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that
0: song is some of the craziest not just craziest structures on this album craziest structures they've ever done and, and music like they, they've i feel like they haven't even gone that proggy before like that's it. and to do it with this crazy electronic element it's yeah. so it's it's a bold move i mean they, i think they pull it off i think it's a very impressive track
1: um the i think there's like a few filler tracks on here like um october sunshine yeah I'm like, that's how you do a filler track. Yes, that is yes. how you do a filler track. It is all edgy, atmospheric ambience, and it's beautiful. It's it not works, boring. Yeah, it's not boring. It's
0: short. Also, yeah. it's it's meant to be like, all right, just, just glide it on. Is this is just just nailed, gl- it's just fly
1: over this one? Nailed it. And then back to fucking runaway raindrop, which is a uh, super strange, super strange. By the way, that one feels a little more like industrial metal. Like they were listening to some like Ministry. It is so odd because yeah. you get this
0: really pretty somber vocals and melodies and then this angry dissonant ugly synth notes just on top of it yeah like the whole like they did two different songs just mashed together
1: yeah it's it's not like the song sounds like industrial metal but the like Though the instruments they use, it's like, oh, those were like left over from like Ministry and Nightingales yeah, yeah, or yeah. something. Uh, I think the
0: the only song I, I kind of don't care for is June A Young Girl as a Flower, which uh-huh. it leans in real heavy to the techno. Uh, it's not even bad, it's just pretty, it's just it's eight minutes and a lot of it is ambience and spaciness
1: uh, i i like it uh there's some some backing vocals on there that reminds me of the akira score really when they you know like the those like vocals they use when like the creepy kids I haven't seen that movie in a long time oh man i should i should have time stamped it but yeah it's just like anything that kind of like reminds me of that akira score will warm my heart oh, a little shit. And it's a good ass movie yeah uh it's still a, it's
0: still pretty good and when the drums come in it fucking rips like it has a lot of great moments it's just uh there's a lot of space in between each moment for me um uh,
1: and then was, do we want to do we want to talk about how this has like an accompany album that's basically our next album because We could talk about it here, but it has its own title,
0: and it's also 42 minutes. (laughs) It is. It's like it's 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 a separate album, but But happened to be free with purchase. Free with purchase. Uh, But anyway, this one's fucking great. It's a wild departure. It is so. It is some of the strangest songs they've ever written. In addition to it being hyper electronic, Mm -hmm. very good stuff. But yeah, moving on. This is uh, released the exact same time. a company album like, like we like we we just said. Yeah, here we go. This is a
1: <laughs> strange attractor. So I was listening to this at a certain point and there's not really much information about this. I was like, "Is this album supposed to be?" I don't think it is, though. I may be stretching. Is this supposed to be like a Zyreeka thing where you're supposed to play oh, it at the same time? I don't. I don't think so. I don't, think, I don't so, think so. But yeah, there's this all instrumental. Yeah, this entire thing is
0: instrumental. So mostly the, ambient, but not well. A lot of. St- stuff to grab onto, but not full traditional songs.
1: Yes. Like, this, I think, is gorgeous. This is, yeah, this is, like, Trent Reznor scoring, like, a, a David Fincher movie. It's beautiful and
0: kind of haunting. And then, this is. A, this, I think this track is a little lengthier. Yeah. A, around four minutes in, uh, Le- you know, electronic jumps come in and it changes up the feel entirely and this again like you said like if you soundtrack right all over it this feels yes. great for a soundtrack but for our purposes we got to move a little bit quicker Yes. Uh, this on first listen I was confused and baffled and bothered on second listen I was like this is a this is how you do this kind of album mm-hmm. if you're just putting out a fucking ambient thing where it's obviously instrumental it's going to be more on the mood side and the, for, for background purposes not really like an album album there's a lot of really really interesting stuff here. If you're trying to sit down as to listen to it as an album, you're going to fucking
1: fall asleep. It's a little hard to gr- grapple with the songs on here, but um yeah, it, this is like them indulging in a, in a darker even sometimes like trip hop slower yeah. like uh persistence and uh whatever I think my thing auto corrected on me. Let me let me pull up what song I'm talking oh, about. Oh, Persistence
0: of the the Apis Melifera. Yeah, Melifera.
1: Yes, like that was one of the like standout tracks to me
0: I I wasn't big on that one, but I think I think it was entirely because of uh just at that point I'm already like I I need to grab something. I need something. Like yeah. there's so much of just this really uh, um structureless Floaty mm-hmm. kind of sounds here and there with a melody drifting away, kind of stuff. Uh, because I do like the first three tracks a lot, like even a pure, pure, sorry, pure Joey de la Solitude. Uh, uh, um, yeah, it has like some Apex Twin sounding electronic elements where it's really you know, fast and like snappy and like almost like a, a snare sped up really fast. Uh, really dark and sci fi. Uh, it's not really a song, but it's not unpleasant. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then there's just still stuff I, I do like on here. Like one that I think is undeniable, regardless if you're into this type of mood. What's uh, that? Oh, that's "Fable of a Silver Moon," baby. Dude, that that kind
1: of felt like a a throwback song.
0: It feels like a song for one. Yeah. It's like the only song thing yeah. on this album. It's hopeful. It's lovely. It's fucking a minute long, which is annoying because that's another one where was like, I need this to be longer.
1: It it is hard to like sink your teeth in these songs. They're kind yeah. of like over, just as you're getting into them
0: and and some of them are straight up snoozers like incident on on a beale street fucking all right and then at the, by the end of the album the novelty is completely off and like i'm just tired I, i'm tired and, and like
1: background music exactly
0: focusing on music that's clearly meant to be background music is not something smart ever to do and
1: uh it kind of yeah but, but yeah they they didn't make people spend money on this album so good on them
0: fair enough it is fine for what it is uh it's just not a lot of what it is uh that i feel is uh, uh it's, not really, it's not really
1: a lot <laughs> yes, it's not, yes Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a it's not a meal
0: not a meal yeah exactly uh but the next thing we got is a little a little album
1: I'm not even gonna like wait are we are we doing that but we're doing it okay it
0: was released it was I thought, I under thought- their name i oh, we be, were doing
1: we, this as like a
0: well we got to talk about it we have to talk about yeah it because should i even play it <laughs> yeah all right i mean this is yeah. okay uh, so uh, this next <laughs> album everybody is a real bitch
1: <laughs> i mean it's probably gonna be over real quick but yeah
0: yeah it is gonna be over real quick this was self-released in 2013 it was recorded, I believe, in two thousand seven. There was no information on it. The band doesn't talk about it, but it exists. It's real. It's part of it's on the fucking Wikipedia. So we're it's gonna talk streaming. about it. Yeah. Uh, it's streaming. So this is 2013's inner autumn outer
1: space. And I'm just gonna like fast forward. Y- and can- even that's not really gonna do anything, but this is the whole album, folks. It's not
0: just the whole album. It is the only track that is
1: 43 minutes. Yes. And it doesn't change much from this. Yes. I kept waiting for it. Oh, I waited. I was doing chores I was around the house. 42 minutes before my heart was like, okay, this is not going to happen. Yeah. I was doing chores around the hu- And then this kind of ended. I was like, that was it? Because, you know, I'll listen to Sleep's Dope Smoker. So if you want to build some shit up, Fair and enough. the payoff is good. Fair enough. I think I have to lower it already. Because I listened to this, I'm
0: gonna tell you right now. Yeah. I listened to this album one time. That's and, all you have to. And he and it was such a disastrous worst. This is such a disastrous experience. Yeah. Because I was in traffic driving home.
1: Oh from, no. And I no. was
0: exhausted from not getting mm, no. a, a, a lot of sleep, working a, a full day. I'm just trying to shoot him fall asleep sitting, at the wheel. Sitting in traffic for an hour and a half with this keeping me company. I was like
1: no, no, you you need to make a, a, a call there and be like, I'm putting on something something good. I knew I, and this is the part, the reason, one of the reasons I didn't, because there's only one track.
0: I wouldn't be able to find out where I left off because there's oh, only yeah. one fucking track on this You'll
1: thing. Screenshot
0: it, my good man. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this album is awful. So by far the worst, if we're going to count this as it w- canon, it is 100% the
1: worst. 100% worst, favorite. But also what this feels like, like too too easy. Exactly. There, there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say because it's it's pure ambience.
0: It is not meant for anything else. There's you we can't analyze something that's not there.
1: It's it's weird how strange a tractor is like the free album, and there's there's more to like get into there. So much more. And this is just, yeah, I don't, I don't know why this fucking exists. And, I and we—that's th- the problem that we can't find out because they don't talk
0: about, it. yeah. Or at least maybe I, I, maybe I just didn't encounter it. But the fact that it's not brought up and there's no, like, even the, the discogs is just barren. There's nothing anywhere, yeah. and it's it's makes me curious. Like, w- w- was what's just a like, story here? Were yeah. They just bored and they just threw it out just cause. But this is the thing. There's still there's still pretty moments here, but. Because it's all one track, I couldn't tell you where they are. Mm. I'm not gonna fucking yeah. fast forward this long ass song
1: like to hear this little pretty sec. Check. It's it's a it's yeah. It's not worth it. It's <laughs> n- nothing. is worth. It's not worth listening to. Absolute worst.
0: And let's just move on. I think <laughs> this is that's probably the shortest we have ever talked about an album. But there's nothing I, to but, say. Yeah.
1: There's all right. Yeah. I thought we were just gonna like cliff note that, but all right. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, it's out there, baby. You can try. I mean, honestly, for ambience. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. It's great to, like, uh, although the last album is better to meditate to, this one would also be good to meditate to. Mm, I mean, uh,
1: I don't know. I think I can do better.
0: (laughs) That's the meanest thing. If I'm going to sit down in silence, not pay attention to something, I can do better than this shit. (laughs) I can do better. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, this is uh, the next actual big album. This is uh, 2015's The Light in You.
1: The cover for this album looks like a fucking young adult novel for some reason. Uh, Yeah. And that's how I knew. We were in for some trouble? I was... Yes. I knew from the the moment those vocals came (laughs) in. I feel like the vocals have led me astray, and I've, like, come around, so I wasn't... It wasn't, it's not the sound
0: of his voice this time. It is what he's singing. It is Mm. the the actual melody that had me worried.
1: This is prop felt. Sometimes it's not like proper folk music.
0: No. This doesn't feel like folk at all. This feels like crap. Sorry. <laughs> the, the, the execution <laughs> feels folk music to me. The, the bass drum the, with the acoustic guitars for sure. I get that. But it honestly registers in my brain way more mainstream pop than it does folk. Ooh, those chimes. Fuck
1: off.
2: This is horrific.
1: This feels like, well, like, I, I feel like one of your pet peeves is, like, trailer, yep. movie trailer song. music, yep. Yeah. This, yes, could easily be on, a, like... The fucking Pine Sol commercial, yeah. Yeah, or, like, yeah, the, uh, a young adult movie. They've gone full... Yeah. Um, I forget the fucking band. That I want to compare them to and fuck whatever they've they've gone full bad this album
0: blows and and if we're not counting the last album this is the worst and my least favorite and honestly this is my least favorite regardless like if if we're counting the last (laughs) album this is still my least favorite this album is such a devastating blow yes
1: (laughs) a beautiful discography i agree this is i thought i was gonna be broken well before this album Yep. And so, for this one to do it is like, hey, all right, you know, I'm I'm not in for numerous albums. I cannot take just just a handful. Just a just a just a handful. Yeah, I mean, kind kind of less than a handful too. Although, let me say, Wait. Central Park East. You I don't like know, that one? I no, I that, I don't know if this is Friedman playing bass. But it
0: is not. Mm, that, it
1: the the bass like is to good. Be- I like the bass on Here's that.
0: the thing, buddy. Yeah. I hate the bass on this album. And that song let me know that it wasn't Dave. Interesting. Because it, who's who's on bass in this album? His name is Anthony Molina. Mm. This guy is not is not Dave. Yeah. He's no Dave. And what it, what, it, what I heard was, what you hear is, is a very busy bass line. The bass is going wild in that song. And he is going wild. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. He's, no, he's no slouch. But it really shows, it goes to show that it's not how much you're playing, it's what you're playing. Mm-hmm. And not every person can come up with bass lines that just really open up a song. It, it, it made me, I already loved Dave, mm-hmm. but this made me fucking miss him. Because these are busy bass lines, they're, they're groovy, they, they're always doing something, but they're never doing something that I'm not expecting. Mm. They're just busy.
1: Also, the lyrics were a little too little two S Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, I believe they have, like, Loneliest Boy in New York City or something. Some oh, so. And then the lyrics about being, like, the only boy or something. In Central Park. In, yeah. Uh, like, you, Simon and Garfunkel listening pieces of shit. <laughs> hey, I'm one of those pieces uh, uh, of shit.
0: All right. Uh, I, I do think there are some actually really beautiful elements in uh, Amelie, but the vocals are such a huge distri- detractor. Like, up until this point i never liked them but i'm like i'm always like i don't care they're fine because the music is so goddamn good it's Mm -hmm. just a thing it's just a part of it here is where no no
1: (laughs) no dude i spit so much doing that (laughs) it's not a terrible song but i'm not going to go back to it um the songs that like really like i wanted to punch a wall emotional free fall i'm like the whimsy is too goddamn much it is it is officially crossed over into fully cheesy. I spoke too soon because when I'm like, it's too much whimsy for me. They're like, hey, you want a song that's about being a dolphin? And I feel like we've covered, <laughs> I can't think of it. I feel like we've covered another band. Uh, and it's just like, if you're singing about being a dolphin, it's just too goddamn much for me. Like, it just feels... <laughs> Alex is triggered. Alex has officially been triggered. I don't know. It's just, I don't know if this feels so hacky for some reason. Oh, it's hilarious. And I say that as someone who likes the echo, the dolphin game so I, That's different, That's different, it dude. Is different, <laughs> but like, Oh my God. If you're just like, I'm going to be in the perspective of a dolphin. I'm going to sing about how fucking magical it is. And it's going to be amazing. No one is yet to do that.
0: It is a magical. It's a magical album. That is entirely awful. Yes. Like <laughs> Fucking. So the song you're talking about is coming up for air. Yeah. And, that is another example where, like, the the bass lines just fucking blow. It's just a guy trying to, to channel what Dave did and just not doing it.
1: Also, we put over how good, like, the horn sections have been on other albums. They have no business being that good. The horn sections here are fucking awful. Like, yeah. The saxophone, oh, ah. Jesus Christ. And now,
0: I hinted at it at the very beginning of the episode about three years ago. The bells have officially go.
1: gone too far they've gone too
0: far the bells yes. have gone too far they're on every song they're all over every uh, song uh, dude
1: it's just so fucking much <laughs> this song has or sorry this album has one good song uh, one good song that made the playlist for me it none want, even though i did say i only had some moments i'm not going to put that on a playlist no no i don't like it enough <laughs> like I, I i think it's fine but for me you want to you want to give me some sunflower Give me sunflower. Give me all the ridiculous cowboy bebop jazz shit. Sunflower, I like it. Sunflower is Ocean's Eleven's heist heist music. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great. It, it's it's like so complete, it's a complete fucking, outlier. It's so dorky. Not just on this album, but in their whole discography. It is because it it's fucking ridiculous. That's why I- they never do, they never do cowboy bebop heist oceans eleven music again. And I'm for it. Oh, I'm against it, dude. I'm highly no.
0: against it. I'm boycotting. I, I think it, they do
1: it they do it well to the point where if they want to venture into that for an album or an EP. I want to hear it. As long as it's it keeps them away from the fucking bells, dude. Anything, honestly. Yeah. Oh shit. You know it's not as good as like Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. But no, it's no, still no. pretty fucking good in no. my opinion. <laughs> Last
0: note, and I think it is. It's so bad I can't even explain it. And that is the closer, Rainy Day Record, oh. and it's just com- completely shattered by the end of this album. Just completely
1: devastated, broken.
0: Yeah, I, I, like. Hearing the first song, I'm like, "Oh, there's no hope. <laughs> like, there's no hope anymore. I, I don't care about a new album. I don't care about the next album after this. is <laughs> just no hope." Your hope was sunflower, <laughs>
1: and I didn't like it. I didn't like that hope. I, I I stepped on that sunflower. Well, thankfully, the next album is a a swerve, much like all their other albums. It is. Swerves. Yep,
0: it is a left turn. To another left turn. To another strange album, and we gonna talk about it right now. But but before that. My least favorite, if we're not counting the last... If elk, we're not counting... Yes. It's the worst, if we're not counting the, that weird ambient thing.
1: If we're not counting... This is my worst, least favorite. I was fed up with the lyrics, with the whimsy, the bells. Yeah. Everything that's not sunflower, get out of get out of my life.
0: The fact that this was received better... Is insane. Better than the... Fucking the, insane. Than the... Uh, than... Not just not just see you on the other side, but fucking secret migration also. Like the world doesn't know shit.
1: This is (laughs) hear that world. This is bottom, bottom of the barrel stuff here.
0: Man, we're we're going hard, but it is someone had to. (laughs) Someone had to. All right. Anyway, all right. We got last one. Last one, everybody. We're finally here. It's been a long episode. Thank you for hanging with us. This is 2019's. Bobby Gentry's or Gentry's. Is it Gentry or Gentry? I'm stupid. I didn't do my research. I didn't do my... I think it's Gentry's. Yeah. Gentry. The Delta Suite Revisited.
1: So this is a... Big ass cover album. a cover album, a, a, co- a, a cover of an entire album. Yes, yeah. I don't know if we've ever done that before. I don't think so either. No, we definitely have it. Mean, I can't even think of another example. Uh, flaming lips covered Dark Side of the Moon. Bleh. And Sgt. pepper. Bleh. We haven't covered it though. Yeah. Uh, Lord, one, one uh, we got that new that new production. Also, you got a different singer. Different singer on almost every track.
0: Every song, yeah. Every song is a different guest. Female vocalist.
1: I'm a dumb- I'm a dumb-dumb and didn't like read- I was just like listening to it writing notes. Yeah,
0: this is Nora Jones what? on yeah. song. I yeah. was like, those are some
1: Nora-ass
0: Jones. nora Jones-ass voice.
1: She has one album I really like that was uh, produced by Danger Mouse, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> It it, it
0: it strikes me as something Danger Mouse would be a part of.
1: Yes, she she's one of those um, much like Jill Scott where like, I really like her vocals. She just doesn't do music. I like. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going
0: to stay the same for me as well because I hate this album. You hate this album. I hate it. Yeah, I really don't like it. I mean, I don't hate it as much as the last one, that's for sure, but I definitely don't like it. One. You're crazy. Here's the thing i'm not the right person to talk to you about this i i, I have no business talking about this album. i don't like the originals i'm not a fan of this the, the, the delta I blues
1: heard, i never heard the original but
0: i've heard a lot of these songs you've heard a lot of these songs a lot of people have heard that song i'm not sure everyone's the, heard everyone's heard tobacco road like
1: not off the top of my head i have not really yeah well they're pretty, I they're pretty could like point maybe in like specific things i'd be like oh okay but
0: well tobacco road is one of those songs that i think i've i've heard like you know ubiquitous with like just ancient, not ancient. I almost said ancient Delta Blues, old mm-hmm. Delta Blues, uh, and it's it's a cool idea. Getting this this whole album, taking one album, and then having a different guest female vocalist on every song It's a very cool idea. I don't like the execution at
1: all. I do really yes. explain. Um, yeah, I thought like just doing something more folk and country driven was a nice just like felt refreshing to me. Um I I like the performances of a, a lot of the ladies on here. Yep. And uh yeah and maybe I should listen to the original album after this. But yeah I had I had a good time. I liked it as just this it's almost like a palette ref- refresher. It's not mercury rev for no. what people come for but like i enjoyed it i yeah i think there's some like good performances on here i haven't heard her stuff before but like margot price on sermon i really liked her
0: and you got fucking merced nadler and refractions there you I go think that it was pretty well i'm gonna i am only to i only care for like that song in, in the opener
1: yeah um oh, no i phoebe bridgers is just like She's, she's pretty powerful. And I think she like continues that on J- Jess Elizabeth.
0: Oh, Jess, yeah. Jess Elizabeth.
1: Um, yeah. They, I don't know what that original song sounds like, but they made that a Phoebe Bridgers ass song, making it very dark and moody. Mm. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't mind that one. I think it is, it is a pretty song, even though
0: I find the production to be very flimsy. Mm. And that's one thing I didn't talk about so much in the last album is how, much i hated the production where the vocals were the loudest thing and then it was the, all the uh, um arrangements and flourishes mm-hmm. and then at the very bottom is the rhythm section mm-hmm. like mixing your rhythm section super quietly is sure if i were to make a bitch-ass sounding album this one is similar because it's there was so much emphasis on the voices but also i think one of the main reasons i don't like is it does it, again it's because it doesn't feel like a mercury Rave album like all the modernness to it just feels like anybody could have done it. Anybody could have produced mm. this, like with this type of production and this type of, uh, I don't know,
1: hip the, they, flair. They don't have their uh, trademark, uh, yeah, their trademark sounds on it. I get that
0: because I get doing a cover album, but also, are you doing it as your band? Shouldn't you put your your just
1: flavor into there? Yeah, your stamp.
0: Like, I mean, that's why that's what would make your fans want it more. I feel like just to have something that has you in it and especially because you don't even have jonathan singing on any of these songs uh it it really doesn't feel like the band it feels like this feels like any any regular old fucking covers album or like a uh tribute album it feels like any Mm -hmm. any it really really reminds me of sparkle horse's last album which which i also fucking hated Mm, we're just guests guests everywhere and it all kind of
1: interchangeable doesn't feel like the band at all i like that Sparkle horse album uh so yeah i think that's why it uh Probably worked a little better for me. Um, Big Boss Man, you got fucking gondola guitars on there. I feel like it's been a while (laughs) since I've got to talk about gondola guitars.
0: Uh, Mandolins. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then like Morning Glory, you get this is very like that Walker Brothers, like Neil Diamond production on there. So.
0: I was gonna shoot myself on that song. I really? was so dreadfully boring. Real? <laughs> I get it. Like, I, I I do see that hitting pretty hard at like a fucking douchey coff- coffee shop where it has that like really oh, yeah. chill. This, this coffee to it.
1: shop music
0: for sure. I hate it. But I get it. Yeah. I just
1: don't. I... <laughs> I had a fun time. I liked. I like the performances by the ladies involved. They're too. all good. Well, there's only one performance
0: that I think blows, and that I will let you know as soon as I find it, because I don't remember the song, and I'm going to keep buying time. Baby. I'm going to keep all buying right, time, because right. I fucking can't. Oh, my God, I can't find it. Oh, my God, who is it? Who? Oh, it's a uh, pen, Pendulite Pendulum with a, I, I, I Kayla, never Kayla Sinclair and, and Vashti Bun, uh, Bunyan.
1: Bunyan. I don't know where they're from.
0: but <laughs> They're from somewhere that is clearly not... Uh, a place i can pronounce easily but i hate their voices i hate their voices Mm. it's annoying it's like a really it's clearly a stylistic thing like they're singing very very dramatic and breathy uh it just bothers me
1: especially when you have queens of the darkness phoebe and uh marissa right after it's just yeah and then uh that's kind of insane. Lucinda Williams is on this, and we just didn't. <laughs> oh right, who's she? <laughs> She's like a pretty legendary. Like, I never heard of her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't catch that one. Folk musician. Who a folk musician? Oh, right, hey, yeah. interesting. Uh, hey. Yeah, my my dad would listen to her a lot. So really? That's that's how I know her. Oh, she, yeah, she sings uh, Yeah, Oh To
0: Billy Joel. That's Billy Joe, not Billy Joel. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a difference.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Because you have to be big shot.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Hope Sandoval do that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Alex is all right with it. I'm not. But, you know, if you like uh, the... I mean, you, these songs aren't bad. They're just not my style. And I don't like the production. It's, it's not really like a terrible album. Uh, but... I think we're at the end.
1: We are at the end. We did
0: it. We made, we oh my God. Damn thing. I am so tired in my voice and oh my goodness. Oh, I'm holy. ready. Shit,
1: Jason, I hope you enjoy this. For the love of God, you better be still be watching. <laughs> I'm ready to eat some high octane garbage after this because I have not had dinner yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit. This, this, that's a rare one when you haven't had dinner. I know huh? I have. I know. That's, that's rare.
0: But thank you so much for listening and watching. Let's do a recap. Let's do a recap, baby. Oh, boy. Hold on, I should
1: have pulled I'll up. Pull, I'll do it first. I'll get yeah, your do, do yours first. Best
0: you. personal favorite. See you on the other side. That is the criminally underrated. I can't fucking believe what the world did to my boys on that album. It's not fair. Listen to it. Uh, and then, uh, if, I mean, I guess it's canon. Inner Autumn, Outer Space. It, it's fucking worst. Absolute worst. It's an ambient album with nothing on it. And uh, I can't imagine why the band doesn't talk about it that much. <laughs> and The Lighting You. Least favorite. Technically, Inner Autumn Outer Space is a worse album. It is a worse album, but I will choose to listen to it every fucking
1: day over The Light in You. You. So for me, uh, see you on the other side. Personal favorite, just kind of taken away by the 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 variety on that. Uh, to me, their best album, All Is Dream, just some solid ass songs that stuck with me despite some blemishes. And then uh yeah. Inner autumn outer space and the lighting you are this my worst, least favorite. Whatever you want to consider, canon, adjust my rankings for that. Yep. Hell yeah. So thank you all so much for listening and watching.
0: Thank you, Jason, for patronizing and supporting us and making letting it it's possible that we can do these things. We listen to so much fucking music. I don't even I don't even do things for me anymore. I <laughs> I haven't done a thing for me. Well, that's not true. I lie. I do plenty of things for me. Ah. Uh, but still, thank you so much for supporting. It means a lot of it and it helps. And I, we're, 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 a slow, we're a slow, tiny little pirate ship here. And we, I, we appreciate all the fucking psychos that, that jump on board. Because really, uh, we don't like normal people, apparently. But... If you want to support us, like the video if you like it. Leave comments, talk shit. You can leave your picks for your for your best and worst. That's always fun. Uh, you can uh, insult us for hours. I mean, you already seem to be doing that anyway. Uh, and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Please subscribe if you haven't already. For the love of Christ, tell a friend. We exist. You, uh, I know it. You can do what you want. Mercury uh, Rev playlist. You can find a link in the description. We got plays associated with almost every episode. You can find all those at everyopmember.com. And for the real deal baby for if you want to give us some kind of food and help patreon.com slash every album ever all the bonus episodes all the all the knickknacks and patty wax and also if, if you're, you're tier two give these dogs a bone please do a
1: fucking bone, please <laughs>
0: tier two gets to jump the line and uh, actually request artists for us to really cover and put on our schedule because we will do it if you do that. Not if you join it and then request it and then jump off. That's stupid. We're not going to accept a $10 bribe. We're not idiots. Someone tried to do that and it didn't work. We just (laughs) just didn't
1: put it on the list. (laughs) Not Uh, your $10.
0: I don't even know that. I don't even know if we did. But that's the thing. Like, if you try to do that, not only will we keep your fucking money, (laughs) but, but it's like... It wouldn't work because it takes us months. <laughs> to it takes us to it? months to get to it. So we'll notice if you leave. Like this is so you stick with us and help us because we need help. <laughs> we're not just fucking. Yeah, we're not monkeys. Oh, well, technically, my handle is Pander Monkey, so you can follow me on all social media at Pander Uh, You can follow Alex on Instagram
1: at Mother Puncher.
0: Please be sure to follow our history guy, Tom Osman. He he does a whole lot of hard work for us, and he he helps us flesh out these episodes while allowing us to actually have he will a life in between
1: occasionally, for the more obscure ones, get in direct contact with him, and that is homeboy can get a hold of some of these people, which yes, is
0: uh, real helpful extremely helpful so follow him on all uh, Facebook uh, Instagram, and Twitter at Tom Osman Sounds you can follow Substack at tom com, and of course check out his his first debut full length record so much for all day's work uh, you can find that on on uh, Spotify Apple. Bandcamp. There's links in the description for everything. He's a very good songwriter. He's a good dude. He's a smart guy, and he does a lot more work than we do. So, support him. Okay, we're at the end.
1: There we go. So I don't even know. <laughs> we gotta come together with something. You are you, Sudden Ray? Of hope. I'll see you on the... Because uh, it's gonna be something. I'll see you on the other side. I didn't even think about that. I could go e- anywhere with this album, really, if you got something huh hold on let's let's think about this all yeah. right because that's that's
0: what, what, what are really, you feeling every song is so good I, I we already put on reason the tide we can't do that also it bleeds right into the, the song after and it's, two, uh, yeah. it's like it's typically two songs but you know what considering C- C- I hope isn't a bad idea
1: yeah I be. Need...
0: We'll, we'll go Fuck. with that yeah let's go for it. hell yeah so thank you all so much for listening and watching see ya